Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Spirituality and Shit. I have a really special guest today. Her name is Crystal, and she is the creator of We Are Magic. She's a spiritual mentor, motivational speaker, and a blogger. She also hosts the podcast. Um, welcome, Crystal. I am so excited to have you here. Thanks for coming. How are you today? You have me cheesing now, so I'm feeling Aww. great. <laughs> That's the best way to start, right? Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. You're my first interview. Oh, I'm, I'm honored. Thank you for being here. This is amazing. Hey. I hope you, well, at the end, my last question will be, did you have a good time? I already <laughs> I know I'm going to have did. a good time. I already know it's going to be a vibe. I already know. <laughs> All right. Do you want to um, give my audience a little introduction? Tell, tell them who you are, what you do. Okay, um, my name is Crystal Lee. Lee's my middle name. You know, I don't want to put the government name out there. Still work a full time job. <laughs> Still work a full time job. That's to why I don't put the government name out. Um, I was um, very, 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 very religious. I was the religious type that would love you straight to hell. Um, I am from Charleston, West Virginia, and I'm now residing in New York City with my boys. Um, I should have been ready for this, girl. I should have wrote some stuff down. Uh, I, I was just... Okay. <laughs> now, this is good. You're telling us a little bit of your background, and just from what you said, I have questions already. So, oh, yeah. you said you grew up religious. Very. religion? Christianity. Christianity, okay. And... What made you move from West Virginia to New York? Was this a recent, like, was it recent or when did you move? We moved in 2021. Parents. It was 2021 when we moved. Um, my oh, son, so my youngest recent. baby, got um, accepted into Columbia University. I did not plan on going with my sons. My oldest one just got out of the Air Force um, in 2020. And, well, like, 2019, 2020, whenever. It's 2020 when he got out. And um, he has the GI Bill. So wherever Christian was going, he decided, you know, where he'd been in the Air Force for six years to be with his little brother and for them to, you know, grow together. Wherever Christian got accepted, sorry, guys, New York's live. There goes the sirens. Um, <laughs> but wherever Christian got accepted into, because um, he applied for a couple, Kevin was open to go anywhere. And that's beautiful. And I had, I was in a very toxic situation. Um, and my sons were worried about me. So they offered me to come with them um, when me and my husband separated. And uh, I, I, not, we are mom, you know, you know, you don't, you don't, it, we're so used to being the shelter and the cover and the nurturer and taking care of them. So for your sons to step up and go, we got you, mom. We're going to take care of you. You have nothing to worry. Especially my oldest son. He's like, you have nothing to worry about. You took care of us. Let us do this for you. That's how you know you've done the right thing. That's how you know. And that says so much about how you raised them. Congratulations for Thank doing that. You. Because it is not easy raising humans and decent humans. <laughs> so Especially boys. Good. Yeah. I see other people's boys. And I'll be like, ooh. I'm so happy that they're treating their mom like you should be treated so i'm blessed yeah, i'm very very blessed but yeah that's how i got here to new york um was through them and um okay. with my so, yeah, uh it's recent i guess so very you lived born and raised in 
Charleston, West Virginia, and lived there most of your life. Most of my life. Well, when I was um, 18, 17, 18 years old, when I graduated high school, my first (laughs) husband, like, you know, Kevin's father, um, he's from Baltimore, and we were young, and I lived in Baltimore for about six months during the 90s, girl, so you could imagine my, I was culture-shocked. And I never understood why that happened until I got to New York. So when I got to New York, I was like, oh, it makes perfect sense. I was being prepared from, sorry, sorry, small, rural, they think it's a big city in Charleston, it is not, Um, that life to big city, lots of people, different cultures, um, it just, it prepared me. So when I came here, my (laughs) hometown people were like, Oh my God, I bet you are just completely out of your, I was like, oh, I lived this life in Baltimore in the nineties. And trust me, New York is nothing like it used to be back in the day. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm actually comfortable here. I love it here. I really do. It's not my forever home, but I do love it here. Do you have a place in mind that would be your forever home? Oh yeah. Costa Rica girl. That's the vibe. Like I've been wanting that for two years now. I've been oh wanting that God. before I knew the spiritual guru people were heading that way. I was like, why, why are they going there? Yeah, they, they're <laughs> heading out there for sure. I see everyone's going And then that scares me. Right. Yeah, and that scares me because I'm just like, oh, if everybody's going there, they're going to jack up the prices. And you know, here we go. <laughs> that, is, that does happen. You're right. So, right. yeah. Well, Where do you live? I'm in South Florida. Oh. Yeah, very very nice and warm down here it's yes. 77 right now yes i've always wanted to go to the keys i'm so I, that's a it's a bucket list for me i want to go to the keys uh, oh yeah definitely make it out there it's beautiful florida keys are definitely a good spot to go and visit it's dreamy yeah but my spiritual awakening um what happened <laughs> like i said i was i was a church member yeah. And um, it was every Sunday and Wednesday, very active. I couldn't stay in a church, though. I couldn't for years. It's like, this is how spirit tries so hard to wake you up. I would go to a church. I would feel like I was home. And then, like, the pastor or something would happen to where I had to leave. Like, okay. I just had to. And I was always sad. I was like, I can't. I wanted to be like those little old church women. Like, I've been going to this church for 47 years and you know I didn't have that (laughs) yeah I wanted wanted it I wanted a family I wanted a community I wanted something and then one day I was sitting in church one of the the last ones I went to great church very sweet loved the pastor great people very active I mean great great people but this is how spirit girl so I'm sitting there and it's this I noticed it's the same fucking message over mm-hmm. and over again it's like they read a passage in the bible and then they talk about it for an hour and yeah. I, I i i drifted off because i had read the entire bible so i knew what was in there and i was like oh mm-hmm. yeah of course love your neighbor love your neighbor oh yeah of course love your neighbor okay well oh, we we don't do that as christians we are so judgmental and shitty and now i was the type of christian Yeah, I would love you straight to hell, but I still had a plethora of sinner friends, you know, that I just loved them, you know, because that's what Jesus said, right, to do. And I just felt like if you loved Jesus, you were in. So, you know, as long as you did that. But if you didn't, oh, yeah, you're a piece of shit to me, atheist, bastard, (laughs) trash, devil. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that's where the bullshit came from. I don't mean, like, I don't want to laugh at, like, No, please. I, you know? I'll, it's me. We can laugh I at me. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's me. It's my life. So if they're offended, you know, try being in my shoes. But um, I was just sitting in church one day, and I got disgusted. And so I went home, and the next Sunday was rolling around, and I heard God say, won't you look on YouTube? Because this is the only way they could get me out, girl. Won't you look on YouTube and see if you can find pastors talking about Nephilim? Because I want to hear about the giants. I wanted to hear the esoteric stuff of the Bible, you know? Mm-hmm. And no one was talking about it. I was so fascinated with the giants for some reason. I had no idea why. I was just told they were bad guys and they ate humans. So um, I was like, oh, I, I want to know about these people. And I started going into Enoch. And then, okay. oh, it gets worse. And then from Enoch, I heard about the Apocrypha. So I read that. And then the Lost Books. And then I read the story about Jesus. And then I went down the rabbit hole of religion, which oh, in the, oh, it gets worse. And then I became a Hebrew Israelite, which I thought I found my people. I was like, okay, so I, I appreciate the Hebrews for showing me the truth about the Hebrews and who they truly were and stuff like that. So I go there, but then me being multicultural, I had people telling me that I was not a Hebrew, that (laughs) shit never ends, girl gets worse, and that I really wasn't God's chosen person. And um, and then what made me leave was when I saw a bunch of Hebrews talking shit to a female Mm -hmm. and said that she would be raped in the kingdom of heaven and a slave. So. There's, that's nowhere in the Bible, by the way. Um, now, what's in the Bible, what I've read, which made me frown up, was when I read that if a woman was raped, she had to marry her rapist or be stoned to death. So that upset me a little bit. And I was like, what God would want this shit? So um, I'm, you know, reading the Bible. I, I got into it with a Hebrew one time, and I just told him, you know, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to be your slave. Oh, you're going to do what to me? Oh, yeah, I promise you when you see me, it won't be that way. I promise you. So it was like Callie Ma was already coming out, like, with the shenanigans. I was like, okay. And I was reading the Bible one day, as usual, and I saw a passage in Psalms where God said, I never wanted sacrifice, blood sacrifice. I only wanted a relationship for you, something like that, or with you. I never honor your feast days. He kept saying, your, your. I was like, this is human shit. I was like, you didn't want this stuff. You don't even like religion. What are we doing? And that's when all the passages I've read where, you know, Yeshua or Yahusha or whatever you want to call him, they've changed his name. Jay was never in the Hebrew ever. So um, I (laughs) saw that. I hope I don't offend your listeners, by the way. I'm going to be me. This is who I am. This is. Okay. All right. I mean, this is in my intro. I say that this is a safe place for uh, for everyone to share their experience. There's no judgment. We can be perfect. As weird as as we are, we're all welcome here. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. And I just noticed from all of my studying and research, I was like, oh yeah, even Jesus woke us up, and God took me right to the scripture: "Ye are gods." Ye are gods. And I was like, <gasps> girl. So guess what happened? I start it's going like down. It was an aha moment. I closed the Bible, got off my knees. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And that's when my higher self started introducing herself to me. I saw um, Ralph Smart, love him. Peace, infinite waters, you know. 
and um, start following him. And he's talking about higher self, this higher self, that. And I knew about that in the Bible because Paul said, you know, you are already seated at heavenly places. So the, the Gnostics sprinkled some stuff in there. Thank God for them. And I was like, oh, that's right. That's true. Sorry, guys. New York is live. I don't know what the fuck's going on out there. I can't hear anything, actually. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. You may hear it on my podcast, Mike, though. It picks up everything. Well, <laughs> um, I he was talking about binaural beats. I did the seven-day vegan challenge. It only lasted five days, by the way. But I did it. Okay. Within three days, my pineal gland burst open. I was not prepared. I was just coming out of religion. I was kind of scared. Still scared of y'all, in a sense. You know, you always have that worry of like, what if I'm wrong? So I'm listening to binaural beats to meet your higher self. I'm laying on my bed and I see a woman appear in my ceiling girl. I'm not asleep. I'm literally staring at the ceiling, but the woman is me darker bronze, like white, beautiful hair staring down at me, lovingly smiling. And I was like, is that me? Is that my higher self? Oh my God. Who am I? Right? Well, you know, I didn't catch on. And then I shifted, I turned blue, my hair turned black, and I had this crazed look. You know how I look, (laughs) eyes wide, imagine me, blue, eyes wide, it was my face. And girl, yes, and I smiled, like I tilted my head to the left, I smiled at myself, and I jumped up on the bed, and I'm still looking at the ceiling, I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then the tongue came out, and it went, and I went, ah, I start screaming. I yanked my earbuds out and I went running down the fucking steps. I start drinking fucking tap water and trying to close this shit. I could tell, I could feel my God saying, she's not ready. She's not ready. She's not ready. She's obviously not ready. My ex-husband now was saying, that's what you fucking get for sun gazing. And you messing around with shit you don't know nothing about. And you're fucking around with demons now, you know, just, which is crazy because he's Native American and he knows about shift, shape shifting and skin walking mm-hmm. and he hated that I was waking up. He hate because he had something over me. He used to make fun of me for being religious. He used to make fun of me for reading the Bible all the time. But when I stopped, he told me I needed to read the fucking Bible. Narcissist. So anyway, Go I don't give a fuck if he's offended. I don't give a fuck if he's offended. Well, anyway, it's the truth. It was my life. And um, I regressed and I went back into fear. So that was a whole half a year where I was just lost and terrified. But Callie Ma it was just kept... too much all at once. It was. It was. And... Um, that's you know Kelly Moss it's it's all or nothing it's never you know yeah so I um but she wouldn't leave me alone she would not leave me alone that's all I heard in my head so I looked her up and I was like but she's a demon you know religion so I look her up and I'm like oh she's not a demon she kills demons she eats them what they taught me wrong like this is this is wrong and then I started seeing about um matriarchy um, through spirit, I found out the Holy Spirit was not a male energy. So for these light workers saying that, that is not true. Wisdom is mentioned through all throughout the Bible and wisdom is mentioned as she. The Holy Spirit is wisdom. Um, Jesus said, you can say what the fuck you want to say about me and whatever. But if you say anything about the Holy Spirit, there will be no forgiveness for you. Not now or not ever. And I told my friends that I was like, I sound like a boy thing. Like you talk about my mom, I'm gonna kill you. So, yeah, it's like I found out the Holy Spirit was actually mother and um, I started having visions with her and she came to me in a vision, in a dream, how you go to sleep and um, you instantly go somewhere. So it's not a dream. I mean, you literally just shut your eyes. And I was in this beautiful garden 
and I was walking with this Native American woman who looked just like me, just darker. And she's holding my, like, she had her, we were arm in arm, and we're looking at all the crops. And from what I was gathering, it was, they were all growing together, this beautiful garden. And she said, this is how we created Earth. This is what it was meant for. But humanity has ruined it. And it, she gave me a very Mother Earth vibe. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, it's not your fault. I'm just showing you who you are. And then I woke up and I was like, what the fuck was that? Um, and then one day, this is crazy. I know we don't have time for all this, but one day I... Oh, we can talk. Girl, I'm, you're my special guest today. I want to hear all of it. <laughs> <laughs> one day me and my husband, because, you know, he's very spiritual. He can astral project. He can do all the things. Just he don't like it when I do it. Um, we were sitting on the bed, you know, just vibing. Won't say what I, we were doing because, you know, I still work for a living. But we were vibing with Bob Marley, you know, we were channeling Bob. And uh, <laughs> we were just sitting there and laughing. And I said, because it wasn't all bad, but when it was bad, it was bad. I was like, I have, a, I have an idea. This is all Kelly Ma, by the way. I didn't know this. I said, mm -hmm. I, how about you astral project out of your body? Close your eyes and tell me what I'm doing. He's a cool because that was fun for him, right? So I am sitting there. He, I could tell. You could see their essence leave their body. It's crazy. So I knew he was out. And then I start looking in the mirror at my bed and I'm flipping him off. I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And then he was like, what are you doing? Like he said that while his eyes were closed. I was like, I don't know. Tell me what I'm doing. What am I doing right now? And I stick my tongue out. And then I heard, you might want not do that because he might think you're Kali Ma. And I went, oh my God, you're right. I better not do that. So all of a sudden, he goes, Crystal, what are you doing? And he jumps out of bed. He goes, what the fuck? So he's shaking. He's grabbing a cigarette. He's tripping. I was like, he's like, what the fuck was you doing just now? I was like, nothing. I was just flipping you off. He went, that's not what you were doing. I was like, that's exactly what I was doing. He said, Crystal, you were doing mudras. I was like, I, if, 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 what's a mudra? Because I didn't know yet. I didn't know any of this stuff. <laughs> He's like, and he starts showing me these little mudras. And I'm like, I wasn't throwing up any Indian gang signs because I'm silly. I'm just so funny all the time. I was like, I was literally flipping you off. I was not doing any of that. He said, yes, you were. He said, and when I asked you what you were doing, he said, because you were staring straight ahead doing mudras. He said, you turn left to me. You look at me as I'm laying there and you go, <sighs> he said, and your fucking tongue came out of your mouth and it hit the goddamn bed. And I was like, Jesus. I swear to God, I didn't do that. He's like, you're fucking possessed. What the hell are you doing in that altar room? I said, I am literally honoring my ancestors. He's like, no, the fuck you're not. You're messing with that fucking bitch. And when he said that, I heard something rise up inside of me. I said, she is not a bitch. He's like, oh, my God, you're a defender. You're a defender. I was like, she is not a bitch. And that's when our relationship started crumbling. And he said, well, if that's your higher self, you and I can't be together. And what's so crazy, his wow. higher self is actually Shiva. And Shiva's came to him, but he rejected it because he thought it was Satan. But he's a Native American. He's into spirituality. Girl. So, yeah, when that happened, I was devastated because, again, you know, I did not want that. You know, everybody else's higher self is like Lakshmi, um, Isis or Aset, um, Aphrodite, you know, I come with Kali Ma, so I go back to my altar room and I sit down and I ask y'all, you know, my, my God, 
I go, yeah. And I grabbed my pendulum because that's how him and I talk now. And I was like, only the truth. And I made him do the yes and no. Show me yes, show me no. And I was like, am I Kelly, Ma? And that pendulum swing so hard. Yes, I threw it. And I went, what? Now, the crazy thing, and I'll wrap it up. I called my oldest son, Kevin. I said, Kevin, I need to tell you something, but I don't want you to judge me. And I don't want you to think that I'm crazy. I just need to get this out. He said, okay. Because Makosi already knew who I was. Makosi already knew. Because she kept asking me, you know who you are yet? Because she knew about the blue story. The blue woman, and as I said, the blue bitch in my ceiling. And she just okay. shook her head and was like, because I took her shaman class when she was still in Charleston, West Virginia. And she's like, when you learn to handle your ego, that won't bother you anymore. And when I think ego, I'm thinking conceited. I didn't think fear. I didn't think my character of Crystal that I was playing. I didn't think that. Because, again, wrong definitions about everything. So I tell Kevin what happened. I said, I think I'm Callie Ma. And he got quiet. He said, oh, my God, Mom, I'm so happy you're saying this. I, you don't understand how happy and relieved that you're telling me this. I was like, why? He said, I am getting a tattoo in your honor. He said, but I didn't know what kind of tattoo to put on me. He said, I didn't know if I put your face. He said, I didn't know, but I knew it had to be about you. He said, and every time I thought about you, I saw this blue woman in my consciousness, in my imagination kept popping in my head. And I was like, who is that? He said, anytime I thought of you, this blue woman would pop in my head. He said, so I start looking her up. I put blue woman or goddess, and then she popped up. He said, so the fact that you are telling me this gives me confirmation. So he has Callie Ma on his arm right now. That's insane how it all started and how it's how it is now. That's crazy. I hadn't I hadn't heard the story yet. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, I don't tell too many so, people because you know they think we're crazy anyway. <laughs> but well, hey, I, I lived it. So crazy stories are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so growing up, um, super religious, and now being a spiritual entrepreneur, what? What do you think is like the biggest difference between religion and spirituality? Um, <clears throat> personally, for me, spirituality gives you a freedom. It's a freedom of knowing that you are source having a human experience, your creator scattered throughout the multiverse, having an experience source is living, breathing, existing through all everything. That's why I say source is the dung beetle too. like these humans out here. Spirituality ain't too different from religion. I'm going to tell you that right now because personally, I feel it's been infiltrated by religion. Mm -hmm. And um, when I went out of religion into spirituality, of the next thing, I was a light worker. And that's what I was told. I, you're a light worker, Crystal. You're a light worker. You have a light. We all have a light. We're all energy. It, right. This light, dark shit pisses me off to no end. And that's Kelly Ma doing that shit to me. I just, I don't like it. I hate it because dark is yin. It's feminine, mm -hmm. and they've made us demons. They've made us horrible. They made us, it's just ridiculous. So um, <clears throat> when I was a light worker, I wasn't good enough. I kept hearing, you're too dark, Crystal. You're just too dark. And it hurt my feelings because it took me right back into religion. It took me back yeah. right back into childhood feeling I wasn't good enough. I wasn't measuring up. Yes, yes. So um, one of my former friends were no longer friends. Um, she was one of my mentors and she changed on me too. It's funny how, you know, it doesn't matter how everybody, everybody's a season. There's seasons, I swear. I'm learning that. But she told me, she said, Crystal, maybe you're not a light worker. Maybe you're a shadow worker. And when she said that, that resonated. 
that resonated. Oh yeah, because um, I have no problem with my shadow. My shadow works for me and not against me now. The demons I created through fear and programming for, since I was a small child work for me now and not against me now. So yeah, I'm, I'm looked at differently because they're like, oh, you're a witch, you're wicked, you're that. Shut the fuck up. I'm gonna fuck what you think about me. If you don't like it, go read the Bible about it or go call in the light about it. But I'm not out here judging you. I'm just trying to live and I'm trying to call in the tribe like you, our people, our chaos beings, that there's nothing wrong with you. And dark isn't bad, it's positive and negative. That's all it is, it's, right. we're all energy. If you want to look at it as a sciencey perspective, we're in a fucking computer program playing a goddamn game right now. And your higher self is guiding you and controlling you. We have guides and ancestors and we have elementals. It's things wait, with dragons. We have gin. We have so many things that religion has said, oh, God, that's bad. Don't do that. Oh, if you do that, you're a demon or you're a witch or you're this. They killed our ancestors, girl. They killed us back in the day when we lived here. Now, I've yeah. seen myself hung and burned. To still fear yeah and that's, and that's the what the is doing yeah that's one of the biggest things that i see the difference like you said in the beginning spirituality allows for freedom for you to explore and for you to realize the goddess god that you are right yes and religion um from my experience i guess it's just like you're never good enough or you're right. doing something wrong or you always have to like repent like, oh my gosh, I'm never, yeah, like, I'm not worthy, you know, like, all those things I got from religion. Yes. Yeah. Limiting beliefs, right? Let's, let's, let's talk about limiting beliefs. Mm. That still fighting through it. Still fighting. Still going through it. That's why, like, you're still doing shadow work. I will always do it. Because why not improve myself? Why not fix myself? What's wrong with that? I haven't arrived. <laughs> I'm, I'm no, not walking I, through. I I'm not Neo agree. yet. Yeah, I'm not flying yet. What are you talking about? I mean, I fly when I leave my body, but I mean, you know, I'm still here. Well, I see. Here's the thing. I agree that shadow work is super important. And I mean, I've done it myself and I really respect it. But I do think that some people use it as a crutch, too. Like, they always have to find that there's something wrong. So, like, when do you think that shadow work is enough? Like, when do you get to do... Well, just live in joy present in the moment you know what i mean i feel like at some point the shadow work do you think that it's ever enough or no do you, you i think don't think i i think it's i had someone ask me that it's like do you believe in doing it all the time i said no i believe in wins i believe in celebrating your wins i believe mm -hmm. when you have a limiting belief pop in your head and you've reprogrammed your mind so much that you catch it and you go ha, 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 ha. that wasn't me that was a program and you uproot it that's what shadow work is to me is uprooting okay, so you're continuously like catching those thoughts that pop through it's self-therapy for me um when i get triggered by um something outside of me a person i'll mirror them and i'll go okay instead of judging them and being a cunt about it yes i use the c word guys sorry um no i'm not <laughs> sorry i'm not sorry um i will look at myself and go when do you act like this and that's shadow work to me it's it's okay. literally therapy it's self-therapy for me it's the journaling. And it's having that really, it's self-awareness too, yes, right? Yes, yes. Always be self-aware and always be present. When I'm not present, I everything goes to shit. When I am not present and I'm stuck in my head about dumb stuff or p the past that doesn't even exist anymore, like I keep bringing that shit back, mm -hmm. I know then I need to do shadow work. That Okay, what is triggering me? So yeah, it's not like I'm constantly looking to do shadow work. 
<clears throat> like I said, I'm not perfect, but I know shadow work saved my life. It saved my life. I would still be a victim. I would I would not I would not have a podcast. I would not have a YouTube. I would not have an I wouldn't have it because bullying and all the shit that happened to us as kids is it's it's a program. It's <clears throat> sorry, it's rooted into your subconscious mind. And without shadow work, without you know digging that stuff up and doing the self awareness, like you said, you'll be stuck in yourself, and that's not fun. And I and I I called in the light. I did all the light worker stuff. I did it. It didn't work. It didn't work. I called in the light so hard. I opono pono forever, and it was a simple, quick fix. But I didn't do the work to dig deep into that. And my shadow um, used to hurt me. My shadow believed all the shit. My shadow was my inner wounded child. Mm-hmm. Because that your childhood where you get so destroyed and you can't, you have no one to defend you. You have, you are literally just out here. You build up an energy or a program to protect yourself, to act like nothing phases you. And it, and it hurt me in the long run. And I know that's why I deal with Crohn's. Because instead of facing stuff, instead of defending myself, I ate it. Like Callie, I ate it, but I didn't get rid of it. Did you say Crohn's? Yeah. You have Crohn's disease? Uh, it's autoimmune, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about this. So, and I'm just really like lights up my interest here. One of my best friends has it. And uh, wow, the fact that you're saying that you're connecting this to something from your childhood, which I 100% believe, like, energetic that really got like you said you ate it and it got and stuck in your body yes so that's the connection that you made that just like lit up my head here thinking about my friend i'm gonna definitely talk to her about it and see if it resonates with her so thank you for the little piece of wisdom right there oh you're welcome honey it's i mean i i held that crutch forever and uh that's why makosi called me the wounded healer you know because i heal other people but i'm having a problem healing myself (laughs) by the way uh, i mean i'm sure that a lot of my audience members know makosi she's the royal shaman um and you've worked with her for a while we were i've known her since 2014 we were friends i mean we are friends we are friends that's my homie you know and uh I met awesome. her through she's another amazing. friend. She is. She won't. She's my Morpheus. I tell her. I tell her all that. I tell everybody. That's my Morpheus because I was so religious and stuck in it, and she wouldn't give up on me. Like I would have gave up on me. I was rude about it. I was like, I serve Jesus only. Okay, Candace, leave me alone. You know, I was so mean to her, and you know, she's like, okay, she would not leave me alone because she had a purpose. She knew that I was her sister, and uh, my higher self sent her to. Uh, wake my ass up and she did she did it yes we're all thankful for it (laughs) (laughs) all right well um okay so since we're talking shadow and all of this let's keep talking this and here's the thing i'm just gonna put this out there because three you know we live in three dimensions there's always going to be a positive and a negative and that doesn't necessarily need to be labeled quote-unquote bad right right it's just it's guaranteed. Like if we're in three in a three D world that we live in, there's always a positive and a negative. Always, it doesn't have to be bad. Right. So, but with that in mind, and with what we've chatted about so far, in bad stuff in religion, you know, there's always there's an ugly side to spiritual communities as well. And I wanted to to see what have you experienced. Oh, 
I'm, I go through it every day. Um, Still, <laughs> me and my uh, my friend, a friend and I, we were talking about this. Where, like she said, with the spiritual community, just like in religion, everyone interprets it their own way. Well, you have your own wisdom from your own guides and from source, and how it it comes to you. It may not come to others that way. So the fact that I accept the dark. That I'll say, you know, not only do I have angels, I call my demons my diamonds. Because, and this is what it took. My oldest son, that child, he's so smart. Um, he d- gave me an aha moment because he had enlightenment. He did mushrooms and took a heroic dose. He wasn't trying to reach enlightenment. He just wanted to vibe out and have a good time. Well, he reached enlightenment. <laughs> he became source and experienced everything. Good, bad, horrible, everything. And he was a person killing someone. And then he was also the person being killed. He said, and what was so upsetting about it, it gave him PTSD, girl. It messed him up for a while. He said, was the fact that Source was enjoying all of it. As Source was just enjoying being and feeling Mm -hmm. And I said, well, and this is where people are going to get mad at me. And I don't, if they haven't figured it out yet, I don't give a fuck. And I said, did you feel like as source? Because I know source has all kinds of aspects out here in different you know, realms and dimensions and stuff. Because, I mean, Kevin was a fly. Kevin was a mushroom. Kevin, he became everything. An alien. He said, it's just too much to unpack. I said, at any time as source, when you were experiencing all these things, did you feel like, you had to pay something back or you were sent back because of karma or you had to break. He said, no, I was just source enjoying being hmm. just being is what I was basically not thinking about the past or the future. Just matter. No, not the source. Source is just out here living their best fucking life as all. So um, that really blew my mind because source is the murderer. Uh in spiritual and religion, I'm like, oh, no, those are reptilians. Source is reptilians. Source created all. Source is everything. Oh, that's the archons. Source is archons. That's AI. Source runs the program. So he created that too. Nothing is created without source. So when you see it like that, it's like everyone has a role to play. And you may come, source may come as a villain, as the most horrific, horrible person on the planet that does the most horrific, horrible things. Source may be um, a guru. Source may be a puppy. I mean, that's how you have to look at everything, and that's how I see it. And do I like these people? Well, no, I don't. (laughs) I don't like these (laughs) pedophiles. I don't honor them because as me being source, I don't have to. That's the beauty of the freedom. I don't have to call in the light for you. I don't have to hold space for you. I just Mm -hmm. need to do what I was sent here to fucking do. And they're like, well, Crystal, you're here to save the collective. (sighs) I'm not here to save anybody. I'm here to show people that they are creators and that we are co-creators in this reality. We all create something in this reality Mm -hmm. as source. And yeah, and I know a lot of people don't believe in that. And they don't. That's the beauty, beauty about spirituality. You don't have to agree, but you get these debates and they want to come in. You're wrong. Like. I have my comments set up. You got to follow me if you want to comment on my stuff. And I actually have people follow me just a bitch. I'm like, how 
silly of you. Why, yeah, why can't you just scroll past like I do? I have all kinds of shit I see all day I don't agree with. You know what I do? I scroll past it. Yeah, you just let it go. I, I don't, the toxic shit that's going on with these beta men nowadays, I scroll past that shit. I don't even entertain that stuff. I'm like, okay. <laughs> these are the non-playable characters trying to be main characters. Move along. And then at the end of the day, guess what? They're source too. I, I mean, literally, that's how you got to see it. It's fun to have a scapegoat, even in spirituality. You know, we went from religion, and it was the devil or the demons. And then in spirituality, the scapegoat is, um, that was my shadow. Uh, my shadow. Then, Or uh, that was a reptilian. Or that was an archon or an Orion. What's another one? Those were the grays. I'm going real woo right now. Um, oh, I love it. That, that's, those are bots. Shut up. You know, humans are fuckheads. Let's just call it out. You want a scapegoat? Humans. We do it. And that's accountability. And you won't fucking yeah. get it unless you do shadow work. But no one wants to do it because, you know, then you got to face yourself. You got to realize, oh, I am the devil. Oh, I am the demon. Oh, I am the asshole. Oh, I am the fuckhead. It takes a lot of courage to really face yourself. Oh, girl. The way that you've done it extensively and still are keeping yourself accountable every day. Yes. It's, it's, it takes guts. It's not anyone that can do it. Right. And it... It's hard. I, I told someone one day, I think it was my friend. I was like, man, I miss the days when I used to blame the devil for every fucking thing. Like when I fuck up, <laughs> damn devil. <laughs> I know. Listen, I, go through, I go through these conversations like, oh, you learn so much. And then sometimes shit happens and you, I go through like loops in my head like, oh my gosh, you know better. You should be doing better. But fuck, I'm only human. And you're just like, ah. Uh, right. See, but that's you doing your shadow work. See what you just did? Yeah. You said, I fucked up, but I'm only human. Yeah. Boom. Just the there it is. is a little bit of shadow work. Little Look at one. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we all do it when in the spiritual community. Literally, we do it every day. We're always <laughs> looking within going, okay. I don't want to feel like a miserable piece of shit <laughs> for the rest of my dying days. I just don't want to do it. So what can I do to have a positive outlook? And, you know, I know a lot of people don't agree with it, but affirmations do work. Um, journaling does work. It all works. It's, you have all these gurus out here, these life coaches and YouTubers and TikTok manifestation people. They're like, no, this is the only thing. That it all works when you're source. You could do every fucking thing. I don't have to burn a goddamn candle to protect myself. Now, if I want to push the power and just be woo with it, I'll do it. But I, I've had my people, my, my guides and my spiritual protection team do some shit for me. And I didn't even know bad stuff was happening to me. Like, I didn't know I was being plotted on. I didn't know until afterwards. And they, those people ended up in the hospital almost dying. So, you know, that's what I'm talking about. And, you know, I'm not being evil and I'm not cursing anybody. I don't, I don't do that. I'm an empath. You know, I feel pain. I feel people suffering. I feel bad when stuff happens to my enemies. I shouldn't, but I do. And you know, that's the mother in us. That's, that's Ma. That's the goddess. That's Shakti. It's Kali. It's all of them. It's just like, they got whooped. And, uh, yeah, my enemies, when they come for me, they get handled and I don't have to do anything about it because I honor my ancestors and my guides, I thank them. They protect me. They protect my kids. They protect my mom and my sister, my niece. They protect my loved ones and my friends. I am forever grateful for the crew I have. That's shadow work. Amazing. 
That should have worked. I want to go back to a thing that you said about all the, you know, you can look on YouTubes for affirmations, whatever, manifestation, this, this, and that. It all works. And right before we got to, we started recording, you said that you were about to get yourself some tea. So I'm curious, do you, what are your rituals? What, what do you do? Ooh, well, I used to have... Um, <laughs> God, I need to get back. I'm so glad you brought this up. See, this is shadow work also. Looks is spirit using you to call me out on my bullshit. I function very well with a routine. But I think where everything went to shit in my life with my ex-husband and I was uprooted from a home and it's put me in a space of the void where I just don't want to do anything. I don't, I'm more comfortable in the void. I know people hate it. Um, I used to be scared of it when I stopped dreaming, when you, you know, lose your visions, when you feel like you're not in tune anymore. But being in the void for so long, the way I was, like Corey said, she said, you have to heal. You're healing. You're in the womb of mother. Just accept it. And I've been, I'm being kicked out of the womb now. They're like, okay, you've, you've rested enough. <laughs> so my routine used to be, and I'm going to get back to it. See, I'm, I'm trying to change my mind as I go along. I used to be. What I'm going to start doing, sis, is I'm going to wake up between 4.30 and 5 o'clock in the morning. I am going to meditate and plan my day with my thoughts because I'm a creator. I am going to exercise and do as much as I can in the morning because that's how you get your day started off right. Of course, the first thing I do in the morning is I, um, you know, you brush your teeth, make your bed. I'm a coffee fucking nut. I am coffee runs my life. So what I've done, I used to, girl, I drink it all damn day and I stopped. This is what I've done. So what I've done is learn to incorporate teas. So I drink coffee in the morning and then I drink tea for the rest of the day. Unless my beautiful son in here decides to make espresso. And of course I'm going to drink that. I'm going to drink this. I can't. I mean, it's a gift. He made it. So yeah. But, um, my friend Jessica, who is part of our soul tribe, she's the same people. Um, you know, the Hecate, the Oya, the Sekhmets, the Kylies, all them people. She um, told me about Blue Lotus. And she was like, yeah, you know, you should start drinking that. It has really good health benefits. It's good for everything. So that's what I'm sipping on right now. And I have to say it is my favorite tea besides lemon ginger. Um, I, I tried it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and I, I'm getting corrected. So let me go ahead. It's getting hot. You know how you get hot and they start jumping on you. Okay. Calm down, guys. The <laughs> first thing I do when I wake up, I say good morning to the ancestors. I literally, I look up, I have Kelly Ma and Shiva right across from my bed, a little mural of them. And I, I look up and I see myself and I see Shiva and I'm like, he's so hot. And then I say, good morning, family. I love you. And that's exactly what I do every morning. And then I go to my ancestor altar. I'm getting corrected, so I have to do, this is what I do. I go to my ancestor altar. While my coffee's perking, I burn some ancestor money to my people. I thank them for every single thing they do for me. Love them to death. And then I start with the meditation and the journaling and the exercising and stuff like that. I've just got to get my routine back because I've lost it because of all the other stuff. But hitting snooze, which is one of my favorite things to do, so I get it. Um, yeah. Not good for us. It's not good to hit the snooze button. Um Mel Robbins, I love her to death. I don't agree with everything she says, but I love her because she's more sciencey and she don't realize she's actually using I spirituality like too. I mean, she's like, oh, this isn't weird. Like yeah, she's like, this is why I disagree with her. This isn't weird. This isn't that. This is backed by science. Spirituality is science, and they're using they're using spirituality. So, 
manifestation, all the things. That's ridiculous. Joe Dispenza, love him. That's the meditations I listen to, by the way, Joe Dispenza, because he's about healing your body. Yes, my boo. I know. I know he's Tahuti. I know he's Hermes. I know who he is. But anyway, so um, I do that, and I just get my day started because I work from home, and I like to get everything, get my my mind right before I go to work. Um, yeah, fill up, fill up your cup first. Yes, and I do my podcast once a week. I know I need to put out more content. I really do. I know I need to. But you know how it is when you work full time, and you know, you know how it is. And oh, you got yeah. kids I and stuff. Too. Yeah, the podcast is not my only thing. I also have <clears throat> right. Five. Right. That's the bread and butter. We ain't getting paid for this right now, guys. Yet. We're not on TED Talk yet. So, um, I. I have to, you know, honor that. That's what brings in the money. But I do the podcast. And my son also gave me this idea. And he says, you put a long video on YouTube with a bunch of content. He said, and you split it up into reels. And you post it on Instagram and TikTok and uh, YouTube and Facebook. And that's how I do it. That's amazing. So your son basically told you, like, create content for YouTube and then use the same content in different platforms because that's just working smarter, not harder. That's exactly what he said. That's exactly what he said. He said, you want to work smarter, not harder, because I was wearing myself out. I was blogging. I was doing tarot. Um, Spirit has led me away from that. Now I know a lot of people are upset, but tarot was, We Are Magic was never about tarot. When I first started that channel, it was about what I'm doing right now. Not podcasting, but just getting the message out, my experience and what I've learned. Podcast was his idea also. So, yeah, it's like, I it was never meant for tarot. And tarot's fun, but mm-hmm. you are the co-creator. We can't depend on fucking cards all the time. You change your freaking life. You can. You are the ruler of your destiny. So, yeah, tarot's fun, and that's how you got to see it. It's fun. Yeah. All right. I know you've mentioned um, Kalima many times. Love her. Um, I am curious about who are your spiritual mentors, like living alive here. I know you mentioned that you like Tony Robbins or not Tony Robbins, Mel Robbins. I'm not sure if you consider her a spiritual mentor, but who are she's a life those mentor. Spiritual mentors that you look up to. Yeah, okay. Mel Robbins is the life one. Um, mm-hmm. Joe Dispenza is my healing mentor. Makosi's my Morpheus. Um, but she's super busy. I don't bother her. I used before she blew up and came, you know, the god of the universe, like. <laughs> aggravate the shit out of her but uh i don't now you know we still yeah. talk but i, I know to, she's super I mean, busy I followed her before she had ten thousand followers too and exactly yeah I, I, we've seen her growth we've seen it happen and mm-hmm. she's she shows me and us she shows us like it's possible it's possible yeah. so um well, you got, those three are amazing people <laughs> you're you got a good good pack there amanda francis is lakshmi that's my lakshmi um well makosi's lakshmi too but um amanda francis is full-on lakshmi money queen um she's the one i i I took her money mentality makeover course and she is a therapist like girl i was full-blown crying in here writing this stuff down when she made you she made us just dig so deep that i forgot things I I had repressed it so bad it came up and I was stuck on one freaking module for like a week. I could not get past it because I couldn't get through. I would just start journaling and cry and just close my book. So when you know that's happening, it's working. So yeah, she opened up the money block that I had that I didn't know I had, but I had a money block, a huge one. And 
she's the one that's taught me about manifesting properly and you know watching your thoughts and using your emotions also not just saying it but using the vibration of your emotions your energy to feel it live it experience it so that's what I'm saying when I looked at Kevin the other day and I was like people are gonna start inviting me on their podcast to do interviews you message me the next day isn't that wild that's spirit that's, you know what that's so wild because okay so i'll tell you my side of that story because okay. i made a list right when i when i launched my podcast i made a list of people that i wanted to invite for season one mm -hmm. you were on my list i just didn't get to invite you yet and i mean i invited like three or four people and then i didn't want to invite everyone at once because i thought oh my gosh what if i all book everyone at once let me just work down my list right. and then first four people invited i got to you the day after you had said that so it's wild how the universe worked in that way <laughs> but here we are here we are i'm so proud of us and we're gonna look back on this when you're on ted talk and you're gonna be like yeah started from the bottom now we're here <laughs> so exciting um all right this episode is it's either going to be the last episode of 2022 or one of the first of 2023 so tell us what's coming up for you in 2023 what do you have in store i have been working on a digital course and my perfectionism is getting in the way and everybody wants me to do it they're like oh i'll pay for it i'll pay for it and when they say that it puts me back into that obviously i need to do some more shadow work with this it's the is it good enough Will it be worth it to them? Da, 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 da. You see why it's so important to do this self-awareness? Yeah, maybe we shouldn't call it shadow work. Maybe we should nickname it something else since people get, you know, weirded out by it. But like, I you am know, work. I'm working you, on it. <laughs> I think the shadow work is very important. I really do. I I think though, this is only my opinion, that we need to balance it out with a little bit of joyful work as well oh yeah so, definitely celebrate the wins so definitely we gotta i mean i guess we it's just such a buzzword and we always talk about it and stuff like that but for sure we have to remind ourselves to be in joy as well too so i guess that's that's what i just wanted to say shadow work super important but remember to have fun as well right right, right. and we're here to have fun we're here to experience all of all of the beauty all of the humanness all of the fun and the shit all in one. So. Yes, yes. And I mean, and that's what it's done for me. Like it's showed me why I was miserable, why I was in bitter bitch energy, why I was resentful, why I wasn't happy, why I was codependent. Like I can't be happy until I do the work to get rid of that shit and to uproot it and to remove it and create a new program. And that's all that is. And then once I have that settled, I can enjoy my life. I can enjoy the wins. I can see the growth. I can say I'm about to be invited on the podcast and it happens. You see what I'm saying? Like I, instead yes. of saying, um, oh, no one's going to believe me. No one's going to listen. No one's going to accept me. Ew. Ew. It's not a vibe. That is not a vibe. That is not good. So if you're feeling like that, which I do a lot, that means you've got to dig deep and do the work. And uh, I guess you can call me the shadow work queen is what the fuck I am. Everyone else has all these little labels. Hey, that works. <laughs> title. <laughs> so, okay. So you're, you're, you're creating a course right now. Can people work with you one-on-one? -on -one? Not yet. They not want yet. that. They want that though, but not yet. No, there's no They're way. for you, girl. I know. And I'm so thankful. 
Um, I just got to get my health together. I got to get my routine. I just want to say I need a routine. I need structure. I do believe in flowing. I do believe in living and, you know, vegging out. I, I love that, but I can't keep vegging out. I can't keep doing that. I got to do something. So once I get my routine down and my workflow, my real job for now um, is right now it's crazy at work there's no way there's no freaking way i don't have the energy half time to do a podcast girl like it takes a lot for me to do this yeah, stuff so it's it's, a, it's draining to have like a quote-unquote real job and then how can you properly serve your spiritual community when you when you're being responsible and you know that you know you have to be in the right vibration really you know like there's some some days after my corporate job i'm i'm drained there's no way i can serve someone <laughs> right it would be unethical right I totally feel you. you get it you get it so right. yeah i know they want to do one-on-one with me um i just need guidance on how to move forward with that um i know they say oh you can do it on the weekends you can do the calls on the weekends you can do but like you said sometimes work has hurt you so bad mentally that you don't want to talk to anyone and that's not fair to paying clients. It's not fair to them that it's not their fault that I'm having a bad week, you know? So I've got to balance that first before I open myself up for one-on-ones or groups. I may do groups. I may do a group setting. I respect that. Thank you, babe. All right. Well, I cannot believe it's been almost an hour that we've been chatting. Uh, it was me chatting. It was me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Chatty catty of you. I, maybe I ask good questions and you just like to talk. We're a good team. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. I appreciate you so much, Goddess. Of course. I'm so happy that, first of all, I was part of your manifestation there with the invitation to do a podcast. And second, that I was the first podcast that you came on to do an interview so i'm forever grateful for that and honored thank you so much thank you love i appreciate you so so much um everybody listening i will put all of her information on the show notes follow her go listen to her podcast go follow her on youtube and just keep up with whatever she's doing because you're gonna love it and if you need that shadow work inspiration and you know what? If you just need a good laugh, too, go follow Crystal because she posts the funniest memes on the planet. I'm a whole dork. A whole one. I'm I'm amazed. <laughs> she really is amazing, you guys. Thank you so much again, Crystal. Thank you, lovey. Bye. Bye.